Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. It's your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and welcome to a special edition of the HV Pucks Podcast. I'm coming to you from the Hollander Center, located at the United States Military Academy at West Point. I'm so very pleased and honored to be joined by Mr. Brian Riley, head coach for the Army West Point Black Knights hockey team. The team is currently two games over 500 this season with a 6-4 record after a 3-2 loss to Niagara last night, which broke Army's previous three-game winning streak. However, the Black Knights still remain first in the Atlantic hockey standings as of today. Stick taps are also due to Coach Riley and his squad for sweeping Air Force last weekend for the first time since 2003. It's safe to say things are definitely looking up for America's hockey team these days. Welcome to the show, Coach. Travis, thanks for having me. and. Uh... You know, I'd just like to thank you for, you know, all you do for hockey. I I, I, I don't know how I kind of came upon, but all of a sudden I said, who is this crazy hockey guy? And uh, you know what? Hockey's a great sport, and to have people like yourself who promote it, and um, you can feel the passion that, that you have not only for the sport, but for the kids, uh, certainly at the high school level, and they're lucky to have you as, as somebody who does a great job, I, I think, promoting high school hockey. I really do appreciate it. And, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you just uh, you know, you came off a, um, a game uh, Friday and Saturday. So um, I guess first, first things first, can you please share your coaching resume with us? I did a little bit of research on you and certainly your dad prior to coming here today, but I know my listeners would rather hear it directly from you. Sure. Um, so I uh, grew up in a hockey family. Obviously, my dad coached here at uh, West Point for 36 years. And um, my brother Rob was a head coach here. Uh, he took over from my dad, and then I took over from my brother. But, um, you know, everybody in my family played hockey. Uh, we grew up here at West Point, including my sister, who was a good player here at O'Neill High School. Um, we all went on to college, and then uh, after graduating from Brown, I, I just figured that, you know, I wanted to stay involved with the sport, and obviously coaching seemed to be a way to, to do that, and, you know, growing up and watching my dad, I, I had a feel for what coaching was all about, and so I was very fortunate to um, get an opportunity right out of college to go back and coach in the USHL as an assistant um, for Jack Barzee, who I had played for in Waterloo, Iowa. Um, and then from there, uh, my dad's assistant at the time here, Steve Hork, got the head job at Plattsburgh, and I went up there with him for three years. Then I went to UMass Lowell as an assistant. Uh, then my brother was looking for somebody here at West Point. He said, hey, would you like to come back to West Point? And I never in my wildest dreams would have imagined I had the opportunity to coach here at West Point. So came back here and um, after eight years as an assistant, I, I wound up going out to Shattuck St. Mary's to coach their prep team for a couple of years, and, and that, that was a wonderful experience. And, um, but then wound up coming back here to West Point as an assistant, and when my brother left, uh, I was kind of nervous, like, uh-oh, you know, I'm either going to find out if I'm in or out, and 
Uh, luckily for me, uh, they, they gave me the opportunity to be the head coach here. And um, you know what? I, I actually pinched myself that I'm the head coach here at, at Army. I, I, I never would have imagined that, that I would have had the opportunity to kind of follow in my brother's footsteps and my dad's footsteps. So certainly feel that um, I'm one of those guys that, that definitely can say that uh, I have my dream job. I love it. I love it. Great story. Great story. Um, Coach, thoughts on Army's season so far? Have there been any surprises in terms of players who are standouts? Well, you, you know what? Like when we looked at this first 10-game stretch of our schedule, uh, the first thing I noticed was that 8 out of 10 of our games were on the road in all league games. So uh, that that was concerning. I, I thought I had... Uh, a good relationship with the commissioner because he he's the one who did the schedule. Right. But um, but you know what the, the the other thing I thought about was we have a veteran team, so I knew that these guys in the locker room we, we we've been on the road a lot. So um, saying that you know we're we're six and two on the road d- during that eight stretch um, eight game stretch. Uh, but really for for us, I I think. We had an unbelievable goalie uh, the last couple of years, Parker Gahagan, um, who is actually part of San Jose Sharks organization. And, and I think a lot of people are wondering, what were we going to do without him? And we've had a young man, Cole Bruns, that, uh, you know, he, he's a senior here at West Point this year. He's been waiting for this opportunity. And you know what? This first 10 games, I mean, he, he's been really, really good for us. So, um you know, Cole's done a great job. We, our top line of Michael Wilson, Tyler Pham, and Dom Franco are, are three, uh, you know, I think the best forwards in this league. And, and they have started off um, really, really well. They, they've got great chemistry as a line. So we just need to figure out how to get some secondary scoring and, and get some other guys uh, on the game sheet. So uh, I like how this team is playing and uh, like where we're at right now. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, you're standing atop of the Atlantic Hockey uh, Division right now. It's a good place to be. Um, can you describe Army hockey in five words or less? Um, let's see. Like what, what I can say, Travis, is that we have uh, four pillars that, that uh, our program is, is built on. And if you were to walk in our locker room, and I'll bring you in here when we're done, um, the first thing it says um, is physical toughness. I don't think um, if you're a team coming in here to play against Army, you you expect Army teams to be physically tough. So uh, we expect that of our guys. Um, Mental toughness. All of our games come down to probably the last period. So having the mental toughness to to handle adversity, to – um, to do what it takes to win a close game because most all of our games are close. Uh, the third one is discipline. Again, a way of life here at West Point. And, and I'm not just talking about discipline on the ice. Um, I, I mean, let's face it, I, I've never known a team that, that gets punished for being a disciplined team. I, I've seen a lot of teams that aren't disciplined that have to pay a price, right? Yeah. But having the discipline to do the little things the right way. So... Um, and then lastly is family. We talk about it all the time. Nothing more important than family. And, and um, when you come here and you're a part of this program, you become part of this Army hockey family that 
extends far and wide. So uh, a little more than five words, but those are our four pillars that, that this program, uh, the foundation is, is built on. I love it. Another solid, solid answer. And you, you touched on some of these things with that last response, but I guess my next question is, favorite thing about coaching college hockey? Uh, the favorite thing about coaching is, obviously, the feeling you have when you win is, is great, but, but most importantly, um, my favorite thing about coaching is, uh, and certainly here at West Point, is knowing that as a coach, in some small way, you help to shape these young men to be future leaders of, of our country. And um, you know what? Like I said, my dad was here for 36 years and coached the 60 Olympic team that won a gold medal and won all sorts of games. So as a kid growing up, I often wondered, you know, why does dad stay here? Like, why doesn't he go to BC or BU? He was a Boston guy. And I'm sure he, I, I know he had a lot of opportunities. Um, but now having the opportunity to sit where he sat, I know why he stayed. You know, to coach here at West Point, um, there is no more of a rewarding coaching job in all of the country. When I go to a graduation and see our guys graduate and then come over and get commissioned as second lieutenants in the Army, um, just, uh, like I said, the most amazing and humbling experience to be able to say that as a coach, hopefully you've helped to develop these young men and, and put them in a position to be leaders uh, of our country. Uh, you know, as someone who's dedicated his life to working with young people, you know, in education as a school counselor, I, I, I hear you loud and clear um, as far as shaping, you know, minds and opportunities and, and helping young people figure it out. Um, could you, okay. I've come to learn, and you referenced this too, I've come to learn in a very short time that the hockey community is a family. It's a fraternity. Mm -hmm. That said, who is your best coaching friend? Is there someone that you're particularly close to? You know, I know I saw Eric Lang yeah, last night yeah. at AIC, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. Well, you, you know what? Um, obviously, uh, coaching with my brother here at, at West Point, um, I talk to him just about every day, every other day, and uh, he, he understands what, what it's like to coach here at West Point. And um, so I talk to him um, about everything from uh, systems to recruiting, uh, but you just referenced probably um, one of the guys that, that I'm closest to, other than my two coaches here, Zach and Chris McKelvey, uh, Eric Lang. Um, you know what? Uh, was so grateful to have had the opportunity to work with Langer. Um, he did he did an amazing job when he was here at West Point and fantastic recruiter, um, great knowledge of the game and uh, so uh, other than the fact that he's a Yankee fan and I'm a Red Sox <laughs> fan, you know, but uh, I can look past that. Hey, so, nobody's perfect, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know. uh, those are some of the guys that, that I talk to. Awesome. My mom's from Massachusetts, actually, and two of my brother-in-laws are also from Massachusetts, as is my aunt. So not I'm not a Sox fan. I'm not really a baseball <laughs> fan, but I, I get it. I absolutely get it. Um, can you describe your coaching philosophy yeah, you, you know what? Um, pe people ask me, or often ask me, oh, so what did you learn from your dad? You know, and, and um, I think they expect me to say, not that he never did it, you know, the salt and pepper shakers on the table and show power plays, and but 
what I learned most from my dad from, from a coaching standpoint is nothing to do with systems or recruiting. Um, it was this, that you have to show your players that you care for them more as people than you do as hockey players. Um, and if you do that and, and they know that you truly care for them, uh, you know what, then um, they'll do anything for you. And, and uh you know, so that, 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 that's probably, if I was to talk to anybody um, about coaching, that, that, that's the first thing that I would tell them. Um, from our standpoint, um, what I'm looking for when we go to watch players, number one is skating. You know, it, it's, it's a skating game now. Um, you got to have guys who can skate. and um, Hockey sense uh, is another thing. But also um, compete level. You know, how hard do guys compete? Uh, and I'm not talking about just when they have the puck because you don't have the puck the, the majority of the time that you're out there. So what do guys do when they don't have the puck? And and, and lastly, but probably most important, is character. Character. Like, I, I don't care how good you are. If, if, if you don't have character, then um, you can't sell your soul because eventually uh, it's going to come back and, and bite you. So um, I, I want to find out from coaches, hey, what type of kid – what type of kid is he? Is he a good kid? Does he have leadership potential? Is he a great? Is he a great teammate? Right. Um, so those are all you know some of the things that that I look for and we look for here at West Point. Love it. Um, do you have a pregame? Obviously, scouting reports, things yes. like that. But is there any kind of routine or ritual? You know, as far as a meal or a snack or something yeah. that you do before the game? You know what? I, I used to be terrible with the superstition. Like It, it was crazy. Um, but luckily, I've kind of gotten away from that somewhat. But uh, I have a gray suit that's done pretty good on Friday night, so that thing will probably be worn again next Friday. Uh, but um, not as bad as I used to be, but definitely do some things that uh, – um, when we win, I seem to remember. So, okay. uh, so yeah. And I don't want you to divulge any tricks <laughs> of the trade. So I appreciate learning about the, the gray suit. Uh, who's your biggest rival? So biggest rival, well, obviously Air Force uh, because of Service Academy. Um, and there's only two that, that are in Division One college hockey. Navy has a club team. Um, and then I have another kind of, I don't know if it's a rival, but I have two sons that play at Mercyhurst. Sure. And, and um, you know what? They're in our league. Uh, Jack's a senior. He's a captain there. And um, Brendan is a sophomore. Uh, and you know what? To um, When we play against them, and um, I've seen Jack now for four years on the ice against us, and it, it's, it's pretty neat. Uh, you know, as a coach, as a coach, you know, you look at the other team, but when I can look at them, you know, I'm a dad, and uh, I just know that for both of them, uh, they grew up in this area, and their dream was to be Division One college hockey players, and um, they had to sacrifice uh, because there was no high school hockey. Well, there was, but um, the high school hockey for them at, at O'Neill, and then they were going to uh, eliminate the sport, so. Uh, I knew Jack was always in the back of his mind saying, hey, I might have to go away to prep school. And he came to us after his freshman year, and, and you know, my wife and I kind of looked at each other and were like, oh, no, you know, this is what he wants to do. Um, so they had to take a, a different path, you know, and, and I give them a lot of credit. Uh, there's not a lot of 
when you consider all the people that are playing, all the kids that are playing high school hockey sure. and prep school hockey, and then you yep. factor in Canada, now you factor in Europe, there's not a lot of slots for Division One. Um, so uh, for them to be able to kind of uh, live their dream, it's it been pretty neat. So, again, I don't know what's a rival, but it, it, it's an interesting game for, for sure. Absolutely. I was going to say, as not only as a coach, but certainly as a parent, looking at it through both lenses. Yeah. Um, and you touched on it. And, again, one of the things that I try to do, at least through my show, is to promote the sport of hockey. To me, it's the greatest sport on the planet. And, you know, my bread and butter really is Section 1, Rockland, Westchester, Putnam County. You know, I do cover the club teams yeah. up here. Yeah. I really do try to help out my buddy Lefty Alessandrino, yeah. who I know you played <laughs> played juniors with, you know, with his Monroe team. But, you know, when ice time closed a couple of years ago, that really, really hurt the sport, the growth of the sport in that, this area. But now, you know, I get to polar bear games when I can. I get to the club games when I can. Um, you know, and I like to think that hockey is slowly starting to come back uh, in this area. You know, but overall, the Hudson Valley, three state champs since 2012, 2012 Suffren, 2016 Mamaroneck, then 2017 Pelham. So, uh, you know, I think we're definitely an area on the rise. Um, I mentioned before about Ed Witts. Ed Witts has a, a tournament coming up in December. It's over two weekends. Fifteen teams are participating. You know, and we're, we're talking teams from the upstate coming down to play. You know, so hopefully hopefully the experience that, you know, your sons described or had to go through with maybe not yeah. having the same opportunities here, you know, later on down the road for some of the younger kids that might be listening that may not be their story. I actually have a student. Um, he's, a, he's a senior. Uh, he left and he's playing out in Omaha. He left suffering, made a tough decision, and he's playing out there in Omaha. So I follow him on on uh, social media and try to text him every now and then. So, yeah, you know. Uh, you know what I mean. It's not easy for for these kids. That, you, you know, to they have to leave all their friends. And yeah. um, I know for for my sons, it, it was hard. But these hockey kids, I mean, they just have a passion for the sport, and that passion will drive them to go Correct. go anywhere, anywhere, and, and anywhere and, there's an opportunity. Yeah. That's where they're going to go. You know what? So. Um, it's really neat to see, uh, you know, the opportunities that they get as a result to, even though they have to leave, but the experiences absolutely, uh, and, and, uh, life experiences. So, um, hockey's a great sport and, um, it's just a matter of finding, you know, that place where you're going to be able to play and, and enjoy your experience and, and chase your dream. Absolutely. Uh, you touched on a lot of this, especially with your dad being here, your brother being here, you kind of, you know, growing up at the point. What it's What is it like to coach here with all the history, the significance, you know, of the U.S. Military Academy? Well, um, you know what? Like I said, I mean, to me, this is the most – I often hear guys on TV say that they have their dream job or they have the best job in college sports and then – Two years later, they're gone to another place because there's more money. And but uh, I truly believe that you know the opportunity to coach at West Point um, and and impact young men in in such a way that during their 47 month experience here, uh, where uh, it's all about character and leadership development, and really, you know what, Travis, our rink—that's uh, a leadership laboratory. Um, I know that, uh, and, and I've received emails from players when they graduated saying, hey, coach, you know what? Some of the best leadership um, experience I had at West Point was a result of being an Army hockey player. And um, 
so you know that as a coach here that you truly make a difference and, and that you impact these young men because trust me when they go on to graduate from West Point uh, they're, they're going to places and doing things much more important than hockey games yeah. you know they're, they're leading this nation's sons and daughters and, and so um, as a coach here you take a lot of pride and and um, in knowing that hey You've got to help to set these young men up for success. And uh, so, again, you know, the tradition of, of West Point is something that I feel and see every day. And uh, knowing that, again, that, that I get to come in here every day and coach and, and see these young men walk by my office, uh, you know, what excites me. And um, my dad, at his retirement, um, they had a big banquet for him. And I'll never forget, he said, you know, I feel like I never worked a day in my life. And I remember when he said that, I'm like, he worked there for 36 years. Like, how right. could he say that? Now I know what he meant. Like, I, I feel like like this is, I think this is year 25 or 26 for me as head and assistant. And, you know, it, it's it's awesome. Like, I, I, I love coming to work every day. And that's because of where I get to work at, at this unbelievable institution and who I get to work with, uh, these cadets. Awesome. Awesome. Um, one of my, one of my followers on, on Twitter wants to know, is your training camp more like a boot camp style or are the players kind of eased into your system? I don't, again, want you to give away yeah, any no, trade no, secrets. No, but, no, like I, I wouldn't say it's like a boot camp because you know what? Our guys are um, they're basically in the army. So yeah, right. if I ran it like a boot camp here, they'd be looking at me like, what are you doing, coach? Yet right. there are a lot of pro teams that come here and they want to get that yes, experience. I was going to say, you know I, know, I know the we've devil. had a, We've had the Devils, devils the Penguins Pe here numerous times. The Rangers. The Rangers, yep. the Flyers. Um, and they want to get an experience like, like a boot camp. But for us, it, it's it's like – our preseason, our camp, because a lot of our guys have been doing military training during the summer, um, we have to kind of ease them in because they haven't been on the ice. And uh, But it, it's really about, um, you know, just trying to get your guys in shape. And, and when you have a veteran team like we have this year, we, we don't, you know, systems, that they, they kind of know what, what we're doing. And so you just kind of have to ease the younger guys into it. Okay. Hey, uh, toughest. This is this is some of the questions yeah, I asked yeah, the high yeah, school yeah, yeah. high school players, and we interview toughest toughest barn to play in. Uh, well, I, I guess the best rink to win in is out at Air Force. Yeah, right. You know, I and mean, you got that packed. feeling. Got that feeling twice. Yeah, last unbelievable. Yeah. It's packed, and, and um, you know, it's kind of us against them. I tell our guys, it's like General Custer, right? Like we're surrounded <laughs> by everybody, and and but when you can have success, it, it's Feels it's, good. Yeah, it's pretty neat. You know, in our league, RIT, um, it's a great new building, great great atmosphere. Um, yeah, I would say those are two of kind of the neat rinks to play in. Second follow-up question, favorite road trip in terms of a city to visit? Um, well, you know what? Like, when we go to places, uh, we don't really – get out that much like right. we get in there late thursday night right. we have a dinner friday we wake up we go have a pre-game skate we play friday night saturday we we wake up and go over the, the game on friday night get a team stretch and then we're on the bus um coming back right afterwards and some of these places are 
uh, you know, Pittsburgh, seven hours last yeah, night, sure. Niagara Falls, six yeah. and a half, Erie, Pennsylvania, Mercyhurst, you know, six. Um, so I'll go with the shorter ones up toward Boston. And okay. Maybe I'm, I'm biased up there. Nothing but, wrong you know, with that, yeah. The trips coming home are a lot shorter. A lot shorter. So, oh, Understood, yeah. understood. All right, so speaking of road trips, you're on the bus. What's one thing you need to have with you when, when you're playing an away game and you're on that bus? What's a uh, must-have? I need my earphones because... You know what? Now they're they're the guys pick these movies they're watching, and oh, just <laughs> awful. Like they just have brutal selection. So <coughs> the good news is now everybody you can kind of bring your own iPad or whatever and watch sure. your own movies. You sure. can watch hockey games, but no slap shot on the bus, coach. No, no, I need my earphones so I, I can just watch what I want to watch. Gotcha. And, and gotcha. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, most embarrassing on-ice moment as a player or a coach that you'd like to share? Oh, man, um, probably, probably, and this is certainly one I'm not proud of, but we were at Sacred Heart probably about five years ago, and I don't know, things weren't going well, and there was a bad call. I thought it was a bad call, and I said, you know what, the heck with this. I had pulled a little Billy Martin, the ref came over, and I'm giving it to him, and he's like, all right, Brian, that's enough, and I just kept going, and Brian, that's enough. Uh, I just kept going, and he actually threw me out. That's the game I've ever been thrown out, so I had to go. So not proud of that. That was embarrassing. Um, You didn't pull a Bobby Valentine and put, like, a fake mustache on and try to to come back. You know what, Uh, it hasn't happened since. No, okay. I appreciate you, yeah. your, your candor. Yeah. You know, I caught this on, we, we talked about how we connected on social media. Social media is an incredibly powerful thing. So I, I saw that you did this and stick taps again to you and your whole team. Can you tell us a little bit more about the day you spent with a young man named Anthony through the Friends of Jacqueline Foundation? Sure. Uh, you know what? I mean, I tell our guys all the time that, you know, they don't realize it, but they have the opportunity to put smiles on on, on kids' faces and you know, whether it's skate with the Black Knights after a game, and it could be after a game that we lose. And, and you know what? It's hard to get out there. But, you know, I tell them, like, you can make an impression on a person out there that's going to last forever. Right. And um, we do this sled hockey game uh, with the Long Island Rough Riders that have been coming up here for years, and they um, have physical challenges, and they kick our butts. Like, like we don't even get a shot. Uh, on net and these guys are buzzing around and our guys are trying to chase them but it's not about the game itself it's about you know realizing about the game of life and and so Anthony um, and and we kind of just started this so uh, that day was amazing for our guys and now we're hoping to um, spend more time with him and it's really about just um, putting, helping our guys put things into perspective. And hockey's important, absolutely. But is it the most important thing when you think about it? Absolutely not. And so this is just, I think, an opportunity for us to um, learn about the game of life. And so we're really, really uh, blessed that, that we have the opportunity to have a relationship with Anthony and his family. and. Anytime that we have the opportunity to be involved with, like I said, Skate with the Black Knights or, you know, the Long Island Rough Riders coming up here and, and doing sled hockey is a is a uh, unbelievable experience. All right, two more questions. And again, we're almost yeah, at yeah. the 30-minute mark. So wow. this is 
Phenomenal. Time does fly when you're having fun. I know you're a Boston guy. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? So, you know what? Probably not surprised. I'm going to say Bobby Orr. Um, just because like he was somebody that changed the game. like You just didn't see a, a defenseman play the game like he did. And, um, and just to, and now as I've grown older, just to see how he handled himself, uh, Wayne Gretzky would be another one. Like uh, my dad was, um, won the Lester Patrick Award one year and the All-Star Game was in Hartford. And so we all went in, and Glenn Sather asked my dad to be his assistant, you know, on the bench. Awesome. So, uh, so I'm in the locker room um, after their practice, before the game, and of course Wayne Gretzky is talking to everybody, and and I'm standing there, and all of a sudden the guy next to me goes, "Would you like to talk to Wayne?" And I'm like, "Well." He's really busy, and he said, no, you know what? Um, he's going to sign a stick for you. And to find out, this was his dad, and um, he made time for me. Uh, so guys like that that are obviously great players, but more importantly are great people, um, and I'm sure there are many now. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the, those are just two that I've had the opportunity to meet and, and talk to that uh, kind of made a lasting impression on me. My my experience, you know, with professional athletes is a little limited, but you know, I find hockey players to be down to earth, humble, gracious. Um, I had the good fortune of meeting Rick Nash recently, yeah. Ryan McDonough, Kevin Shattenkirk, even Sean Avery, who you know many people will say you know left his mark on yeah, the league. Yeah. He wrote a book. He wrote a tell-all book. So I yeah. was reading it a couple week a couple weeks ago when I was taking the train in to see the Rangers play the Golden the Golden Knights. Yeah. Um, and I tweeted out, hey, Sean, it'd be great if you could sign my book. I'll be in the city. So about halfway through the game, he DM'd me, which means now he's yeah, following yeah, me on Twitter. Yeah. He messaged me an address to meet him at after the game. So I took an Uber down, and uh, he came out and signed my book. We chatted, talked pucks for like five minutes. And, you know, again, uh, you know, not to promote his book too much, but, you know, again, if, even if you're not a Sean Avery fan, I'm just a hockey fan yeah, in general. Yeah. It was a great read. But for him to take the time out to do that, I had already bought the book. There was no incentive for him to, you know, he just no. wanted to do something nice for a fan. So, you know, that that's another thing that I like about this sport. There is, there's, go ahead. You were no, gonna I, I'm just going to say, so you, you alluded to this before, that um, we've had numerous NHL teams here. And, and I will tell you this, that, you know, they come here, and for our players, these are their idols. Like, you know, and, and but by the time they leave, um, these NHL players make our players feel like they're their idols. I mean, just unbelievably humble, down to earth. Um, I, I'm always blown away by, uh, by you know, how they act and and and. You know what? They're they're just regular people that that uh, and I don't I don't know many other professional athletes, but I'd I'd be hard pressed. I I think you'd be hard pressed to find people that are more humble and down to earth than uh, than professional hockey players. I would agree. You know, there is one other question. You got me thinking about this, and I want to throw it out there to you. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned Bobby Orr. You mentioned Wayne Gretzky. Mm -hmm. On your Mount Rushmore. Of hockey, who's going there? Who's going up there? Uh, let's see. Well, see, I'm I'm a little bit back for us. That, I'm thinking I'm fine. thinking a guy like Ken Dryden. Sure, right. Hey, all right, he's your goalie. He's your goalie. Right? He's your goalie. Um, 
I'm thinking Bobby Orr. Sure. Um, uh, you probably don't remember. Bill White was a defenseman with the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. Um, Gretzky. Uh, maybe Espo. Okay. You know, goal scorer and uh, Messier because, again, I, I don't know him, but, you know, they say just an unbelievable leader. Greatest leader, uh, in, greatest yeah. leader so, in all sports. So I, I'm, I'm kind of not doing justice to the players in this era, but right. kind of going back maybe to – Without those guys, though, you're not going to have the players yeah. of this era. No, no. You know? so, uh, so. so many great players oh, for yeah, sure. sure. And uh, the game is so exciting to watch now. Like you don't have to be six foot – Five. Nope. I mean, you can be five foot eight now, right. five foot ten, and I, I think that's great because it allows for even uh, more kids to have that dream. I mean, there, there was a time when if you weren't six foot or, or bigger, you probably weren't playing the NHL. Right. Uh, now that's not the case. Now you can be five ten, but if you can skate and you, you have you, great you, hockey sense, they'll find a place for you. Absolutely. Last question, Coach. Yeah. Favorite professional hockey team. So here it's kind of funny. Um, I love the Red Sox, Celtics, Patriots. Um, never really had a favorite hockey team. I liked the Blackhawks when I was a kid because I loved their uniforms. Sure, right. I'm but, from Chicago originally, right? so, so I love you know, the I'm, I'm a Ranger fan. Yeah, but you know Chicago is kind of like my de facto number two. Although I will have to say this, and there is a West Point connection. Whoa. I love the Golden Knights. Well, and, I love and, what and they're doing. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. So I, I would have to root now for you know the Panthers and the Golden Knights because both of those teams are owned West by West Point yep. grads. So. So a lot of schools we play against say, hey, come to their school and have a chance to play in the NHL. We tell guys, come to West Point, you'll have a chance to own an NHL team, right? So that's <laughs> our, that's our recruiting yep. pitch. But, yeah, I got to pull for both those teams yeah. too. I actually ordered a Vegas Golden Knights jersey the other day. Uh, Alex Tuck yeah, yeah. Scored, the oh, first, yeah. first, scored the first goal in Vegas uh, history. Yeah. Went, uh, uh, grew up in Baldwinsville, New York, outside yeah. of Syracuse, played – uh, hockey prep school out in Michigan, I believe. And so, you know what? Why not? No. Why I wasn't not? A, necessarily a big fan when, when I saw the uniform, but then when I saw him on TV a couple weeks ago, I'm yeah. like, you know what? And obviously there's a West Point tie yeah. with, with, with all the colors and yeah, everything. Sure. And, um, I was hoping to see them out here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one yeah, day. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to be here. Yeah. Uh, Bill Foley, who the Foley Center right across the street, and um, the lacrosse center has his name. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty awesome. confident that he'll have the Golden Knights in here in the relatively near future. Who knows? Maybe a Golden Knights Panther game in Mikey Stadium. I'd love right? it. Right? Sign you me up. You never know. Sign never me up. Know. So, again, Coach Riley, I had an absolute blast talking pucks with you, and I'm planning uh, to get to a Black Knights game very soon. So go go Army for sure. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we've been we've been chatting with I've been chatting with Mr. Brian Riley, head coach for the Army Black Knights hockey team. You're listening to the HV Pucks podcast, which is available for free on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. And in closing, I want to remind all my listeners to remember to thank our brave servicemen and women, not just during Veterans Day weekend, but every day of the year, as this is the land of the free because of the brave and the sacrifices they make each and every day. Thank again, thanks again, Coach. Much appreciated. Travis, thanks for having me. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to do this again. And, and like I said at the start, uh, stick taps to you for, um, you know, the passion that you have for for hockey. And 
I think all those high school players are, are truly lucky to have somebody like yourself kind of promoting, uh, promoting them and high school hockey. Coach, coming from you, that's the ultimate compliment again. I thank you for taking the time out, and uh, God bless America.